Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to all you need to know radio i am your host john hollywood and welcome to tonight's show we have a jam-packed show for you tonight starting with uh the debate the final debate actually from um the uh sitting president of the united states and um joe biden and uh if you'll remember right they actually they, meaning the president, did not actually act like an adult. In fact, he threw a pretty much of a screaming tantrum on the way to doing things. So what we want to talk about also tonight is going to be about the coronavirus is spreading rapidly everywhere, and you need to wear a mask. You need to be very, very vigilant because no one else is looking out for you. There's many, many more things that we're going to talk about. Uh, let's start off by uh, just really getting the show going here. So has everybody had a great week? So you're ready to just let back, get your favorite beverage, and um, make sure that uh, you tell all your friends and family about us. Because uh, this show is normally heard every Thursday night uh, at 6 o'clock, but not tonight because we had to um, we had to be part of the debate, right? I mean, it was, it was like pitched like a major fight going down in Vegas. Well, we have the details, so get ready. As I'm your host, John Hollywood, with All You Need to Know Radio, and it starts right now. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-
right, everybody. So welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Almost Wars with Warwards and Nun will be joining us pretty soon. Let's listen to the candidates from last night's show. And this is, I have to tell you that Kristen with MSNBC, I think her name is Walker, she did an amazing job. I mean, when you are trying to basically restrain, <laughs> and I do use that word lightly, um, one of the guys that thinks he's above the law and the other one that's trying to play defense about what this guy might do. And she really balanced it really, really well. I've been swamped all day, so I honestly don't know what the ratings were. But we'll find that out during this show. So um, let's go ahead. And, God, these are so short, though. Let me think about this. All right, here goes Trump. The other side wanted to get together. They wanted to unify. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success. But I'm cutting taxes, and he wants to raise everybody's taxes, and he wants to put new regulations on everything. Okay, so let's make sure we heard that correctly. We're going to do that one more time. One more time, Mr. President. The other side wanted to get together. They wanted to unify. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes, and he wants to raise everybody's taxes, and he wants to put new regulations on everything. All right, so... That's one side saying what he would do. And um, this debate was the final debate of everything that's been going on. And so I have to say it was one of the most tame debates that I've ever seen. And um, Donald Trump, for the most part, did, um, I mean, he did behave himself. I mean, if you have to say behave to a president, which is really sad in its own. So let's hear what Joe Biden says. The fact of the matter is, there is institutional racism in America. I am the least racist person in this room. We've all constantly been moving the needle further and further to inclusion not exclusion. This is the first president to come along and says that's the end of that. Nobody has done more for the black community than Donald Trump. This guy is a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. With the exception of Abraham Lincoln, possible exception, but the exception of Abraham Lincoln, nobody has done what I've done. A.B., it is... Okay, so nobody has done more than Donald Trump has done for the African-American community. Um, I'd like to get some feedback on that. You know, we did a segment a few months back, which was one of our biggest shows, Crisis in America, um, you know, when Donald Trump tear-gassed the people that were outside the White House because he wanted to walk across the street and do a photo op. 
which was ridiculous in itself, but that's just another story. But the thing is, is that they need to understand, and, and what I think finally the uh, – did I mention that they had to put a mute button up there to keep Donald Trump from interrupting the um, – <laughs> to keep him from interrupting the uh, the moderator and also interrupting Joe Biden because understand that, um, you know, Joe Biden is not a, he's not a negative person. He is a person that has a lot of respect for most people. And I really bet you anything, if I had to guess, that it's been very, very difficult for him to actually have to stoop to Donald Trump's level to do, do Donald Trump's games. Hey, guys, we have some breaking news. Hold on a moment. All right, so it is being reported uh, right now that you know how we used to hear Russia was interfering with the election? Well, we are now hearing it from the FBI and our intelligence people that um, they're not only interfering with the election, they are, it's Iran and, um, of course, Russia, but that's not the worst of it. The worst of it is it's worse than 2016 because they cannot, they're getting, actually, they're getting voter information. And that's ridiculous, but it is what's happening. And we are waiting for the feed to come in right now from the FBI. And uh, here is the FBI. Remember, this is Donald Trump's FBI. And they are talking directly to him. Take a listen. Closely with our intelligence community partners, as well as our other federal, state, and local partners to share information, bolster security, and identify and disrupt any threats. We are not going to tolerate foreign interference in our elections or any criminal activity that threatens the sanctity of your vote or undermines public confidence in the outcome of the election. When we see indications of foreign interference or federal election crimes, we're going to aggressively investigate and work with our partners to quickly take appropriate action. We're also coordinating with the private sector, both technology and social media companies, to make sure that their platforms aren't used by foreign adversaries to spread disinformation and propaganda. We've been working for years as a community to build resilience in our election infrastructure, and today that infrastructure remains resilient. You should be confident that your vote counts. Early, unverified claims to the contrary should be viewed with a healthy dose of skepticism. We encourage everyone to seek election and voting information from reliable sources, namely your state election officials and to be thoughtful, careful, and discerning consumers of information online. And if you suspect criminal activity, we ask that you report that information to your local FBI field office. 
As always, the men and women of the FBI remain committed to protecting the American people, our democracy, and the integrity of our elections. We are not going to let our guard down. Thank you. All right, so that was the director of the FBI, and he has major concerns because, uh, you know, as last time, Russia interfered with our election, and they did it in a way to help Donald Trump become president. Well, it's actually a little worse this time, and the reason is is because apparently in this situation, they have uh, gotten voter rolls which means um, it's, it's not good. <laughs> and um, they've gotten like their email address and uh, their contact information. And remember at the, um, at the very first presidential debate where Chris Wallace asked uh, Donald Trump to, you know, denounce white supremacy And he did something like, proud boys, stand ready, stand proud. Well, the proud boys are showing up at people's homes or the polling places that they're going. And it's scaring people. And that's not what our democracy is about. And, in fact, I think it's called intimidating a voter, which is a federal crime. And who better to answer that question than almost Woolworths with Woolworths and none? Hello, sir. Are you are you there? Maybe almost is not there. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's just do this real quick. Um, let's do some housekeeping, and when we come back, we will uh, hopefully have almost. And uh, I do want to let you know that tonight's show is brought to you exclusively by Above and Beyond decorating and design call 210-264-2073 that is 210-264-2073 and you can uh that's the founder christopher bates so uh we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and then when we come back we'll continue our conversation about the debate last night that was really not that eventful not like the one before. So this is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. I had a dream. I got everything I wanted. Not what you think. And if I'm being... Hey, do you want to know a secret? Well, I have heard that you're looking to sell your home sometime soon. And did you know that by having your home professionally staged, you could possibly make over $100,000 more at the time of sale? Do I have your attention yet? Good, because this is going to change your life. Call 210-264-2073. That's 210-264-2073. And that is Above and Beyond Designs. Ask for one of our client staff and get them to tell you how we can change your life and get your home to look exactly what you want. Of course, we're going to give you our opinion, but you are the boss. If you're simply looking for a change for your home, 
or even just to update your little castle, we have the answers. Call the professionals at Above and Beyond Design. Pick up your phone right now and call 210-264-2073. That is 210-264-2073. When a design associate answers, be ready to answer just a few questions to let them know exactly what you're looking for so they can make sure that your dream home looks the way that you want. Are you ready to get going on this? Call 210-264-2073. That is 214-264-2073. Above and beyond design. Serious callers only, please. Fort Worth, and we're bringing the Metroplex's best selection of styles in living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, home decor, and so much more. All at unbeatable everyday prices. And find the latest designer collections from Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines and Nate and Jeremiah from Living Spaces, all under one roof. Best of all, you'll get fast, easy, and free shipping on select purchases. So visit us today in Grand Prairie and Frisco, and we'll see you soon in Fort Worth. Living Spaces. everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio that is the late and the great Whitney Houston one of the most iconic voices in the world and sadly she was taken from us because of drugs say no to drugs kids they destroy your life all right so we are finally got almost on the phone I think I hung up on him a couple of times but uh, almost is the managing partner with Woolworths and Nunn. If you need legal help, call 972-863-9592. He is our constitutional lawyer. He is our Superman, <laughs> our super lawyer, at least. And uh, welcome to the show, almost. Thank you for the kind words, John. Um, I'm sorry I'm a touch late this afternoon. No problem, buddy. I always understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, don't yes. forget the show. Interesting emergency legal matters. <laughs> oh, anything you want to share? Yes. No client name. Unfortunately, I cannot. Unfortunately, I cannot. Even, it is a partnership dispute. Uh, oh, uh-oh. We maybe need to talk yes. about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> start the show off with a bang. <laughs> mm. So, from the shit show of the first presidential um, debate, which I'm kind of scared to call it that because it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. World leaders were laughing at us worldwide. Anyway, what did you – did you – you may not have even got a chance to watch it, actually. Uh, did you watch I, the I debate I did watch the second time? debate. Yes, What sir. did you think? I thought that Biden clearly has a superior command over the issues and policy, and he won the debate. Um, the way the difference in the debate was that Trump and his advisors had clearly told him 
that he needed to be less of a jerk. Um, and what was, and I commend the moderator, but I'd also, it appeared that Trump really was trying not to interrupt Biden or not to be as much, quite as much of a jerk um, in the second debate. And then what's interesting is unlike the first debate where all they did was yell at each other, in this second debate, they actually talked about some policy issues, not right. much, but a little bit. And um, it became clear, at least on some very important issues like coronavirus response and healthcare and the economy, uh, national security and corruption, um, that Biden has a better overall command of the issues and more of a real plan about what to do about some of these problems. And Biden was able to really clearly um, differentiate himself with Trump in terms of truthfulness, empathy, and honesty. One of the best lines of the entire night was when Biden, I think he looked straight at the camera and said, you know what kind of guy this guy is. You know what kind of guy I am. You need to trust me and not trust him. And I thought that type of simple message that, look, this guy is a charlatan and a liar, that this guy being President Donald Trump is a charlatan and a liar, um, therefore, you should vote for me even if you don't agree with my policy. I think that was a really wise message, and I wish he would have done it earlier. But um, he, I thought he did that quite effectively last night. Well, okay, so this is what I put on Facebook. I put um, – hold on. Good job, President Donald Trump. You lied to the American people without even being angry and showed you are a skilled liar. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden, you answered the questions and told the American people what you will do as our new president. Yes. And you did it with character and honesty. In all, mm -hmm. I thought it was a good debate, and I think both sides did what they needed to do. What do you think about that analysis? Yeah, I, I generally agree with the analysis. I mean, I think that you know, um, it was pretty interesting to to watch Donald Trump try to be try a different tack. Frankly, you know, in all of his recent rallies and media appearances and things like that, he's been nothing but belligerent. I mean, really, in a, a belligerent attack dog, and seeing him for that impulse was pretty interesting. Um, I thought it was like a little bit too little, too late. Um, you know, if they were trying to temper his image, maybe they should have done that three years ago. You know, temper his image to appeal to moderates and appeal to people who care about that kind of thing. Maybe he should have done that three years ago. But um, it, it, I, I felt like, you know, if that is what Donald Trump's campaign thought he needed to do, he did it effectively. I just don't know if that's necessarily going to win him any votes. I do think that Biden was quite effective um, in his uh, pitch to the relatively few undecided voters left and, um, frankly, some probably wavering Republicans and people like seniors who are on the fence um, and who typically vote Republican but want to vote for someone other than Donald Trump. I, I think he did a pretty good job, Biden, that is, in uh, making that argument. Um, I, I do – disagree, and you and I have talked about this before on the show, Biden is not my preferred candidate for president if 
we could go back to the Democratic primary. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with him on policy. In fact, I disagree with him on a lot of policy because I think he's too right wing for many of the real problems that happen in our country. That said, um, Biden is clearly preferable to Trump in a hundred different ways, and um, people like me and you need to tell the general populace and all of our friends and family the importance of voting for Joe Biden in this election. And I know many of us already have, you and I already have, but um, your listeners need to vote for Joe Biden in this election because Donald Trump is such an existential threat to American democracy and our way of life. Oh, my God. I mean, he is a Mm -hmm. national security threat. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think in my lifetime, if I've ever heard a president referred to like that. Never. As far as I can tell, never. I mean, I loved what Barack Obama said um, a couple of days ago when he gave a campaign speech for the first time. Uh, If I had a Chinese bank account, they would have called me Beijing Barry. And he's right. It's ridiculous that Donald Trump has a secret Chinese bank account and paid the Chinese government something like a thousand a thousand percent more in taxes than what he paid the American government. Um, that's absolutely ridiculous. The fact that large swaths of our population, you know, maybe thirty eight percent of every man and woman in America above the age of eighteen still thinks he's doing a really good job is mind-blowing, and a large part of that is because of the messaging issues of the Democrats, which we've talked about on this show repeatedly. Why can't they just stick to the simple message that the guy is a corrupt liar? Every word that comes out of his mouth, you just need to say he's a corrupt liar. Um, and I mean, I think the Democrats are getting better at it, and the media has, in, has Trump and his cronies on a much shorter leash than they did three years ago, but it feels like this, this election no, no. should be an absolute landslide belt blowout. Well, and if you watch CNN, John King on CNN, mm-hmm. and he's the one that always does the magic board, and I'm, ne- mm-hmm. I'm never going to forget it um, whenever um, – on, we're trying to be live on Instagram, and this video keeps getting paused, and I do not understand why. Anyway, um, but whenever in 2016, when Hillary, um, I, I, I knew she was going to lose. I really did. Mm-hmm. I knew she was going to lose, but I didn't know that until about, um, what time did I actually know? I'm trying to think about that. Um, I, I think at 12 midnight is when I figured out mm-hmm. – This isn't going to happen. This is not going to happen. And I was right. And all my friends were calling me and saying, hey, you know, I thought she was going to win in a landslide. And I said, well, you know, Trump's people did have those internal polls. But, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a completely different election, in my opinion. And I just don't see a pathway for Donald Trump. I just don't. Um, well, the good news, the good news Florida, is that if he loses Florida, mm-hmm. he's done. He can't win. Mm-hmm. But if Joe Biden Same loses several states, and Texas is in play, guys, actually, everybody out yes, there, it is. 
Let's turn Texas blue. You know that over 57 million people have already early voted? I'm so proud of my Texan cohorts. Yes, I do know that. And, and so it's these debates are kind of maybe too little or too late for those people because they've already voted. Mm-hmm. And I think to your point about the electoral map and the polling, I, I agree that the electoral map and the polling looked significantly better for Biden in 20 than it did for Clinton in 16. Um, as you correctly identified, you know, if he flips Florida, if he flips Ohio, if he flips Pennsylvania, decent chance that Trump is shot. Um, I do want to caution you and all of your listeners to not be complacent because um, the only poll that actually matters is the poll taken at the election booth the voting booth, and the final tally of the results. Um, we live in a first-past-the-post system in every state but one, which means that if you get one more vote in the state, you get the all of the electors from that state, except for in a couple of states that have split electors like Nebraska. So, you know, yes, the polling looks good. And I think that there is a chance that the polling error may actually go the other way this time, where if there's a polling error, typically it tends to favor Republicans. Um, but I, I actually think that there's going to be a very large number of new voters this year, or people who don't typically vote, not right, irregular voters this year. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had the opposite effect, where the polls were showing Biden up by 2 or 3%, and the actual election showed Biden up by 4 or 5%. Um, as opposed to usually it goes the other way towards Republicans. That said, um, don't be complacent. You know, I know you and I have voted, John, but um, I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of listeners who have not or who live in states where early voting has not begun. And I, I urge all of them to continue their activism. If you're listening to this show, continue your activism. Continue to tell people about – the election and the importance of the election and continue to assist people in registering to vote to the extent that it's legal to do so, getting them to the polling places and getting their ballot cast timely. Um, yes, many, many people are voting via mail-in ballots because of the coronavirus. If you're not in a high-risk group, vote early, vote in person, and wear your mask. Um, that is my advice. Absolutely, and understand it's not going to take a lot, a lot for you, a lot of time for you to vote. A lot of people were saying, "Well, um, you know, I don't want to stand in long lines and stuff like that." But I didn't find that to be the case. Um, mm -hmm. I stood in line for like an hour. I thought it was going to be a lot longer, um, and I actually made a really. I good went print. really early in the morning. I, I went really early in the morning, and I, I stood in line for like 15 minutes. Um, so I, another thing to to think about is I, when I um, I sometimes have to go to the courthouse downtown, even though there's not a bunch of in-person stuff. But I went to the courthouse downtown on Wednesday, and there was approximately 20 people in line at 2 p.m. Um, you can definitely vote early if, uh, without having to wait in a long, long line if you strategically time the time you go to the polling place. Right. So we need to make sure 
that everybody understands that you still need to vote, vote, vote. So what did you think about at this last debate that mm-hmm. they were talking about the Affordable Care Act? Um, do you think that Donald Trump has a straight face and get away with – because he, he had – you realize he has no plan. And 20 million people, you know, 20 million people will have no insurance. And I thought it would maybe take a few months or something, but my understanding mm-hmm. from what the moderator said, uh, it would be overnight. But I don't think that's right. right is it? So, so that's a, that's a, it is sort of correct. So, um, my understanding, and um, there are some people who are like specific subject matter experts in the way the ACA affects health insurance. That's not me. I, I have a generalized understanding of the law. Um, the, my understanding is that if the ACA were to be struck down because it was held unconstitutional by a Supreme Court, that the protections afforded by the ACA for things like individuals being on their health insurance until they are on their parents' health insurance until they are 26 years old would immediately cease to have force of law, um, and those people would in fact immediately lose their coverage. Um, that said, I think the bigger question is, to your point, that Donald Trump has no plan. Um, and the, the, the only plan that's clear is that the Republican Party and its lawyers, including Trump's lawyers, have petitioned the United States Supreme Court in a case that is currently on its docket and is scheduled to be heard during the, lame doc- during the um, time between the election and the inauguration uh, to uh, rule the entirety of the Affordable Care Act unconstitutional, not just a portion of it like has already been ruled upon. Um, that means that if Coney Barrett is confirmed, Coney Barrett, excuse me, is confirmed, um, then she will, the first literal first case she will hear, I believe, maybe not the exact first case, but in the first set of cases, in the first docket that she will hear, will contain the constitutional challenge to the ACA, which is dubious at best. The federal government has the right to regulate the insurance industry. They might not like it, but they do. Um, and it is not an unconstitutional income tax to, to have everybody uh, – be prevented from an arbitrary, arbitrary and capricious decision by an insurance company to deny you treatment because of an alleged pre-existing condition. I mean, the, the real policy underlying healthcare should be about making the country healthier. That's what healthcare is about: providing healthcare to people. Unfortunately, it appears to be the policy of the Republican Party and large large amounts of the Democratic Party that the healthcare policy of the United States should be focusing on making money for healthcare providers. And that's super problematic for all kinds of reasons and why I've long been a supporter of some form of healthcare for all, universal healthcare, universal medical coverage for all whether it's in some form of a single-payer system or a state-run system uh, like they have in most of the other rich countries in the world. Um, And the fact that that didn't really come up in the debate was very disheartening um, because I understand that 
Joe Biden's health care plan is infinitely better than Donald Trump's health care plan of take health care away from people. Still not quite where I want it to be in terms of um, what's actually the best policy, in my opinion, moving forward for the country of America. Well, so he was saying that if the Affordable Care Act was uh, dissolved, that when he if he were made president, then he would immediately sign into law uh, a Biden, Biden Biden Care, I guess, is what he was calling it. Right. And, and, and that my you know, I, I haven't read the details of that plan, sir. I don't want to make a misrepresentation. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of fleshed out policy paper on a website somewhere that I have not read. Um, but my understanding is that it's an incremental plan that regulates the insurance industry similar to Obamacare um, rather than a call for a um, true medical coverage for all people. Um, I do understand that there's some form of public option in the quote-unquote Biden care plan, which is frankly a step in the right direction, but it is very much an incrementalist step. It is. And so mm-hmm. that music means we need to take a quick break. This is all you need to know okay. radio. We are discussing the debate from last night and we're both kind of disappointed. It wasn't fire and brimstone like the first debate. Now, remember president <laughs> Trump refused to do the second debate after he tested positive for the coronavirus, And we're still out on whether he actually got it or not. And that's a whole nother story. But um, so I applied Joe Biden and we'll see what happens Mm. and we'll continue talking about this. And of course, we're going to continue talking about Obamacare. If the Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed, gay marriage is gone. The Mm -hmm. Affordable Care Act is gone. Abortion, Roe versus Wade, which is the law of the land, is gone. We must not let this woman be confirmed. So we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. In a book, in a box, in the closet. In a line, in a song, I want. I just love that song. It just puts me to ease. It's from the movie Country Strong, and it's called Words I Couldn't Say. Okay, so we are now going to talk. You've been hearing us talk a lot about our exclusive sponsor, how amazing the company is, and how things are going with everything. We are just incredibly honored to have the founder and owner, Christopher Bates, take a few minutes out of his time to call in live. And hi, Chris. Hello, John Raleigh Hollywood. How are you today? We are doing a little nervous, actually. Actually, hearing an attorney, like, almost say what he said about the Affordable Care Act, I actually thought we might have a little bit of time, but no, that's not what's going to happen. I I could listen to him speak all day. It is very fascinating, the things that that, the knowledge that he has uh, about the law and, and, you know, the things going on today, and it's uh, it's really – it kind of gives me an insight that I didn't have before. Well, hey, listen. So, so I'm, if you I'm, need I'm really any legal, to have him on the show. Absolutely. If you need if you need any legal help, 
you know, with the things you and I are talking about doing in the future, man, we need to mm-hmm. use this guy because he is, he's, he does, he takes no prisoners. He's me with a law degree, maybe a little worse <laughs> well, because he's actually brilliant and smart. All right. Let's <laughs> talk about above and beyond decorating and design. Yeah. Two one zero two six four two zero seven three. That's two one zero two six four two zero seven three. Tell the world, everybody in America and around the world, what your company does, Chris. Well, um, we're we're kind of a one stop shop for uh, home buyers, home investors, uh, you know, people that 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 buy real estate, and we we can take a project from the ground up from from dirt. To to you know housing, uh, and and all the way all the way from moving the client from their old house, selling their old house, and moving moving them into the new house, and all they have to do is bring a suitcase and and and, and be ready to spend the night. Um, we we have a lot of interior design projects that we do. Um, we do a lot of landscape projects that we do. Right now we're going into our holiday season, so we uh, we do a lot of holiday decorating. You know, my my so, assistant was asking me, do you guys do Christmas lights on houses? Yes, we do. Inside and out. Ah. Okay. So for the lazy we, person that don't want to do it inside, I don't want to climb on a roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do a lot of inside, you know, magazine uh style, you know, for for magazines and we do a lot of out, you know, um of course when I lived in Dallas before, I I did it on the bigger buildings, and so I, it, these residential roofs don't bother me. So, what is the procedure for someone to get involved with you? They can find you on all social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, by calling two one zero two six four two zero seven three. What happens yes, when they call yes, that so, number, Chris? Uh, well, they're gonna that that is my direct line, and and I will sit and counsel with them and and go over what their need, you know their project needs are, what what exactly they're trying to achieve, and we'll sit down and we'll put a plan together, uh, something that you know, something they 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 understand, you know, because it's it's really their plan. We're just putting it in action, and uh, and with with our own ideas and our own flair. And, right, and, and I think walking, I, you know, I think I actually uh-huh. read somewhere that. You know what you do is you basically go in and you professionally stage a home that they're looking to sell, and that believe it or not, a lot of people don't understand how important that is. Of that, when people are looking for homes, they've been looking at homes all day long. They're looking when they walk into a home to see something different they didn't see five houses earlier. So having your home professionally uh, set up then you could maybe get an extra $100,000 at the time of selling. Is that true? It is possible. We, we have done that for a client in the past, and, and it, it is very possible. Um, it, it will definitely raise the value of your home at least by 30%. I mean, wow. and that's just a national statistical average, and that's, that's a pretty darn good return. All right, guys, so this is Chris Bates, the Christopher Bates, let's be uh, respectful. Christopher Bates, the founder and owner of Above and Beyond Decorating and Designs. Like you heard him say, they are in their um, holiday season already, and I think that's so amazing. Uh, What type of COVID precautions do you take, Chris? Because I know we're going to get hit with that. 
we we take all the all the precautions. You know, our our team uh, they wear the mask. Uh, if need be, they'll wear you know they'll wear the, the they'll go through the whole the whole suit. You know, um, we we use really uh, micro microbiology. You know, the the really strong cleaners um, that that are recommended by the you know CDC and, and other health organizations. All right, so you heard it first right here on All You Need to Know Radio, guys. Are you ready to sell your home or maybe just update your little castle? that sound familiar? Then you need to call 210-264-2073. That is 210-264-2073. You can actually go to Facebook and look up Above and Beyond Decorating and Designs, and you can see properties they've actually staged, and it's pretty amazing. Chris, thank you and John, from the bottom of my heart John, for listen. believing in our show and oh, being absolutely. our exclusive sponsor and signing on for quite a while, actually. Uh, absolutely, I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually the one that should be thanking you. So, so, uh, so, I, we do appreciate it, and we we look forward to uh, to growing a, a really a, a really nice, solid company uh, together. So, I'm 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 excited. And, and I did want to mention one other thing. One, one of my, one of our sister companies. See, our company, our parent company is America's Best Companies, and under that is the design companies. And one, one of them is, is America's Best Property Management, and we specialize in vacation rentals. I've got a rental uh, that's that's open. Everything's booked right now through January, but I've got one that I'm trying to push here in Hot Springs, and I'm going to put the link on your. I'm going to send you the link so you can post it on your uh, social media. Absolutely, proud to it, do it. It is right behind the. It, it, it is right behind. It is like walking distance. You can throw a rock to the racetrack. Well, send the you information know, to us. We'll be glad to do it, and I'm sure we'll be able to take care of that for you. Hey, buddy, I do got to run All because right. we're actually got to get back to the show. Thank you so much. Hope you keep listening to Thank the you. show and uh, give almost a shout out there for you. All right, right, guys, so that that was Christopher Bates, the owner and founder of Above and Beyond Decorating and Designs. He is our exclusive sponsor of our radio show on all of our social media, and we're just so glad to have him. Back to the show. else ready for Halloween? What better way to get ready for Halloween than Michael Jackson's Thriller? I remember the very first time I saw that video, it scared the living shit out of me because I was pretty young. Almost, do you remember, did you ever see the video Twitter? I know you did. You're a musical guy. Of of course I've seen uh, Thriller, and um, I, I think I think I do remember when I first watched it, and I believe it was in my friend Tommy Nash's childhood home when I was approximately 12 years old uh, in East Dallas. That gentleman is now a tattoo artist off of Greenville Avenue in Dallas. Um, 
and uh, I can uh, vouch for the quality of his work. I don't personally have tattoos, but I've seen it, and it's beautiful, and Thriller is a beautiful song. I also want to personally and very briefly vouch for what Christopher had to say. As a professional matter, I occasionally do work in the real estate and construction space, and it has been my experience that um, outdoor landscaping and uh, design can significantly, and indoor for that matter, can significantly uh, increase the value of a home for when you put it on the market for sale. Well, once again, that is executive sponsor almost is talking about above and beyond decorating and design 210-264-2073. Christopher Bates, founder and owner. Okay, so almost mm-hmm. you, you weren't on to hear the breaking news that the FBI came out yesterday right before the debate or maybe it was the day before and said that Mm -hmm. they have received strong intelligence that Iran and Mm -hmm. of course, Russia are working Mm -hmm. and they're not actively work. They're they're not uh, trying to interfere. They are actively interfering is the words they use Mm -hmm. with the election. And so here's what happened. There okay. were several states, including in the state of Florida and I believe in the state of Ohio, where uh, voters who were registered as Democrats received threatening emails purporting to be from the Proud Boys, um, which is kind of a uh, right-wing militia, um, threatening voters stating that if the voter did not vote for Donald Trump, they knew where they were and they were going to threaten them with violence. Um, apparently, the um, people who actually originated those emails were in the country of Iran, according to IP addresses, um, internet protocol addresses. And um, the Iranian state are military allies with Russia, and I do not know the underlying intelligence as to why they also included Russia in their statement. The intelligence community also included Russia in their statement, but um, it is common knowledge, and I mean, it is true. It is a true fact that Russia and Iran are allies. So it's not that um, unlikely. It's probably a true fact that both Russia and Iran were involved in this voter intimidation emails. Apparently, the voter intimidation emails were to be sent because someone in either Iran or Russia was able to access voter rolls. They weren't able to change votes, and they weren't able to add or delete people from voter rolls, according to the intelligence service. But they were able to read them, which included data such as um, address information and party registration information, which then they could cross reference with other databases to find emails and um, send these uh, spoofed emails. Um, The thing that's disturbing about the proclamation is that the emails were targeting Democratic voters and specifically stating that uh, people, excuse me, they they were targeting registered Democrats and specifically stating that uh, those registered Democrats should vote for Donald Trump under threat of violence. That's what the email said. What's disturbing is that the director of national intelligence, Ratcliffe, um, stated in his public statement, in his speech, that 
the intelligence community, the DNI, which is the uh, the agency that was created uh, to oversee all of the intelligence, the smaller intelligence agencies like the NSA and the CIA and the FBI and things like that. Um, the, 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 he, Ratcliffe said that it was to hurt Donald Trump and to help Joe Biden. And I don't know the underlying intelligence. I'm not I don't have access to the classified information, but that seems like a falsehood because the the email said, vote for Donald Trump or we'll hurt you. And the director of national intelligence, who was appointed by Donald Trump, said that the emails were designed to hurt Donald Trump and help Joe Biden. And Dan Coats, who's a former Republican senator and a former director of national intelligence under Trump, had credibility. He oversaw an intelligence apparatus that I don't always agree with, but Dan Coates was a generally credible person and did not generally tell lies as far as I can tell. He didn't politicize the position. It appears that Ratcliffe is in fact politicizing the position, and that is incredibly dangerous for the country of America. Okay, so um, the, the, who is Ratcliffe? He, he, he's, he's not the director the of national intelligence. Right? No, okay. that's, that's Chris Ray. Ratcliffe is his boss. Ah, well, so then you heard Chris Ray base, really get on there, and I thought that we had the uh, cut, but Chris Ray was very direct looking in the camera and stating that mm-hmm. the election, your vote is safe. We will not tolerate anyone in any position in this country. We will prosecute anyone who violates these laws. You cannot violate Mm -hmm. our democracy, our our sovereignty. And he went further to say, stop listening to people on the Internet. Just know Mm -hmm. your vote is safe because that's my job. Now, I thought he would have been fired the next day. And I heard Scuttlebutt about it, but I haven't heard anything else about it. Have you? Well, I actually have. I I have read that – so if you recall, in 2016, and we've talked several times about the 2016 election on this show, in 2016, around this time, a little bit later than this, but around this time, the former director of the FBI, James Comey, in my opinion, significantly influenced the outcome of the 2016 election by making an unprecedented announcement that Hillary Clinton was under uh, – the, 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 they were reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails, I believe, 10 days before the election. I was very concerned – after Trump went through several FBI directors and finally got Mr. Ray in the position. I I must say I've been pleasantly surprised that it appears that Christopher Ray personally is not in that position to carry water for Donald Trump. I may be wrong. There may be some underlying things that I'm not seeing, but it appears that Chris Ray is in fact the rare Trump appointee who does not appear to be corrupt. Um, However, John Ratcliffe, the director of national intelligence, does appear to be corrupt, and um, I'm glad that Ray reassured the general public 
that their vote is going to be counted and is going to count. And I think that's very important for all of the individuals listening to your show who are American to understand that their vote does matter. If it didn't matter, why would be the why would the Republican Party be trying so hard to make it hard to vote? It's because it does. And apparently the intelligence community, the, the local intelligence community at the federal level, the FBI, believes that they have a handle on it and your vote will be counted and not tampered with. Um, that's – frankly, it makes me happy. It's a good thing. Um, my concern that I was raising a minute ago about the spoofed emails of Iran and Russia is that it's pretty clear that the purpose of that email attack and hack into the voter rolls was not to help Joe Biden. It was to help Donald Trump. It was voter intimidation in swing states a few days before the election while early voting is underway, specifically saying, if you vote for Donald Trump, you're going to be good. If you don't, we're going to hurt you. It was obviously to help Donald Trump. And the director of national intelligence got on national TV and said it was to help Joe Biden. And frankly, it's complete BS. He's not telling the truth. And we need our intelligence services to be credible. We, it's, it's incredibly important that people like you and me can trust Chris Ray, who appears to be on the up and up, and John Ratcliffe, who appears to not be on the up and up. And let me just say some, one more thing that kind of was buried in a very crazy news week this week about Mike Pompeo who is our current Secretary of State, which is the same position that Hillary Clinton was in. Right before he was Secretary of State, he was Director of the CIA, which is the um, foreign intelligence service that we use for foreign interdictions. It's very, very important to America's power. And while he, and it's super highly classified. CIA activities, and with potentially the exception of the NSA, are pretty much the highest level of classification in America. Of, of classified information in America. And Mike Pompeo is the director of the CIA right before he became the head of the State Department, used a personal email server over and over and over repeatedly. That's the exact same thing that Hillary Clinton got in trouble for. There was no outrage whatsoever by the Republicans and nothing by the Democrats either. It was barely a blip in the news. Um, Obviously, the hypocrisy of the GOP is laid bare, but again, it's a messaging issue. Why don't the Democrats raise a huge stink about that? Um, it's, it's a fact. It happened. Um, Pompeo mishandled classified information on an email server. That's the same thing that they attacked Hillary for that caused her to use a, lose an election. You know why? Because mm. – Joe Biden is very much staying out of the media, if you notice. He's just letting Donald mm-hmm. Trump dig his hole deeper and deeper and deeper. And it seems to be working because we have the really good chance of turning Texas blue. With that mm-hmm. almost, we're going to do this a little differently tonight. We're going to skip our entertainment watch. We're going to skip our song pick of the week. Uh, I do want to tell everybody out there that my friend Ty Herndon has a brand new single out there that he uh, did a duet with Christian Chetowick. Everybody know who that is? And it's called Orphans Mm -hmm. of God, and it's out right now everywhere you can buy music. But when we end this show almost, you've never usually with us, but we end it with a song called Proud. So I want you to tell our listeners what you have done today to make yourself feel proud. 
and then tell people what they need to do to make you happy by voting. Here we go. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'm proud of I'm proud of of a number of things. I'm proud to be American. I'm proud to be Texan. I'm proud to be a liberal Democrat. I'm proud of my emergency legal services I provided to my client today that are going to really help a person who got in trouble by his business partner. Um, I'm proud of doing this radio show and giving people the information as to as accurately and to the best as I can about the importance of this election. And Texas, Ohio, Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, I will be proud of you for turning out to vote, for voting early, for voting for Joe Biden for president, and voting blue down ticket, voting Democrat down ticket, so we can flip the Senate and move forward together to a more peaceful and just United States of America that exists for all people. Not just rich people, not just white people, not just straight people, but all people. As we move forward in this 21st century world. And with that, John, I thank you so much for your time and the opportunity, and I bid you with you. Absolutely, almost. Will you be available in the next few minutes for me to call you real quick when we're done off the air? Absolutely, call me. Uh, that's great. All right, guys, so that is our uh, Law of Politics constitutional lawyer with the law firm of Warwick and Nunn. If you need any legal help, call him at 972-863-9592. Remember, we want to give a big shout-out to our exclusive sponsor, Above and beyond decorating designs, go show them some love. If you need help, they're the best ones. Now, what have I done today to make myself feel proud? Because in this world that we're dealing with, where it is nothing but gloom and doom, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, or not Chuck Schumer, but Steve Mnuchin, just playing political games with the very lives of the American people cannot be un it's got to be they've got to be accountable for this and people are being evicted people can't pay their bills and the american people rely on its government to take care of them especially when the president of the country allowed the trump virus to come through and has now become a pandemic that has killed almost 230,000 americans that he has not yet mentioned one of their names. He never even said anything about him in the debate. And for that is unforgivable. It makes him unfit for office. And the fact that he is a liar, a crook, a thief, he owes Russia or some foreign government $421 million. That should scare the shit out of you. Get out and vote. I'm so proud of everybody that got out there and voted already. Almost 57 million people have already voted. Those votes have already been counted, guys. That is more people that voted in 2016, I think, by two. What have I done today to make myself feel proud? I keep talking to you. I keep trying to remind you 
It is your civic duty right now because you are voting not only for a president, you're voting for us to take the Senate, hold the House, and you're voting for the dignity, character, the democracy, the very heart and soul of the United States of America that Donald Trump has managed to blacken with his evilness and his lies and bigotry. So that's what I do. And with that, I'm John Hollywood, your host. Thank you for joining us on our special day. Um, It's going to be normally our show is on Thursday nights at uh, 6 p.m. right here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Remember, when the shows are over, you can listen to all of our shows on demand. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Alexa, Specter.com, and, of course, Blog Talk Radio. And with that, I'm your host, John Hollywood, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Good night. Thank you so much for joining us live on All You Need to Know Radio. Remember, starting next.